Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 261 of the podcast. And on this episode, I'm talking about the Denver Nuggets making the NBA Finals. For as long as I've watched the NBA, the Denver Nuggets have quietly been one of the league's most consistent franchises. Since 2000, they've made the postseason 15 times and have the 7th best record. But come postseason time, they routinely did not play a major factor from 2004 to 2008 led by all-star Carmelo Anthony the team lost in the first round of the playoffs five years in a row in 2009 they finally made it to the Western Conference Finals only for things to revert backwards as the team went on to be eliminated in the first round the next four years in a row from 2010 to 2013 and in 2011 they lost their star Carmelo to a bigger market in New York. He was traded to the Knicks and they fired longtime coach George Carl right after he won coach of the year. They were a good regular season team that fell off during the postseason and recently it felt like history was repeating itself with Nikola Jogic, a two-time MVP, a triple-double machine, and one of the best passing big men in NBA history, and Mike Malone, one of the better head coaches in the league, a guy that the Sacramento Kings never should have fired. These two are great, but it didn't feel like they could ever make it to the NBA Finals. And yet here we are, the Denver Nuggets are in the NBA Finals, sweeping LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the Western Conference Finals. No easy task. And while Jokic was a huge part in them getting there, one could argue the bigger part was point guard Jamal Murray, who looked like the guy who led them to the Western Conference Finals in the bubble in 2020. Remember, he had 250-point plus performances against the Utah Jazz. Against the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, Murray averaged 32.5 points per game, shooting just under 53% from the floor and shot over 40% from free. It was only the 11th time in NBA history that a player averaged 50% from the field, 90% from the free throw line, and 40% from free, and Murray has done it before against the Jazz in the bubble. People had forgotten how how good of a player this guy really is because of the time he's missed due to injuries. But when healthy, Jamal Murray is one of the best guards in the league. What's bizarre about the Nuggets' path to the finals is no one took them seriously this entire season. They were the number one seed in the Western Conference, yet all the talk was about the Phoenix Suns, the Lakers, and at one point the Dallas Mavericks after they traded for Kyrie Irving. And I get it, because not only do those teams have more star power than the Nuggets, but they have past success in the NBA Finals. And and another thing I think we are learning is that some of these analysts haven't been taking Nikola Jokic, the two-time MVP, seriously. Mark Jackson, the man who broadcast the games for ABC, left Nikola Jokic off of his MVP ballot saying it was just a mistake. And then you have Jalen Rose saying he just became a superstar. What are you talking about? Nikola Jokic has been a superstar for a while. He's a two-time MVP. 
He's been to the Western Conference Finals before. He is one of the top five players in the entire league. He's probably one of the three best players in the entire league. Just becoming a superstar? That's ridiculous. The way the media feels about the Denver Nuggets is how I used to feel about the Utah Jazz. That they're a team that would have excellent regular seasons, but I would never take them seriously during the NBA playoffs. Like, I never thought the Utah Jazz were ever going to make the NBA Finals when they had Darren Williams and when they had Carlos Boozer and then when they had Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Like, I never looked at that team as a threat in the Western Conference. I didn't care if they had 42 wins that season or 55. I knew year in and year out that the Utah Jazz were going to be eliminated either in the first or the second round of the playoffs. Like, I never looked at that team as a threat to make the NBA Finals. And I don't know the reason why. Yes, I was vindicated because that team never came close to doing that. And I think there's a clear reason why I didn't believe in the Utah Jazz and no one believed in the Denver Nuggets. It's hard to believe in a team that has never done it before because in the NBA, the teams that have the most success are the ones that have had that playoff experiences. There's very few NBA teams that came out of nowhere and won the NBA Finals. You got to make the conference finals before you win the NBA finals. Like, there's very few teams that didn't make the conference finals the year before and then made the NBA finals and won it. Like, this is a league where you learn from your failures. LeBron James had many failures in the postseason before he became that guy. Michael Jordan had many postseason failures against the Detroit Pistons before he became that guy. The Denver Nuggets lost to LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the bubble because back then they were an inexperienced team, but now they've been to the postseason a lot as a group and clearly they've learned from that. I think more people should have taken the Denver Nuggets seriously, but more people believed in Kevin Durant than Nikola Jokic because Kevin Durant has been there before. He's won the NBA Finals MVP twice in his career. That's why people had a blind faith in Kevin Durant, even though the year before, he was swept out of the playoffs by the Boston Celtics. They had more faith in Durant than Jokic, and that was a massive miscalculation on their parts. I've talked about this a lot on this podcast, and I think it's the other main reason why nobody thought Nikola Jokic would ever win the NBA Finals because I understand it from a basketball perspective the modern NBA is not dominated by big men and no matter how great Embiid and Jokic have been they have not been the guys walking away with rings it's been Steph Curry LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard the last big man who was the best player on a team that won was who Dirk Nowitzki with the Dallas Mavericks he like Jokic was the sole superstar on that team Jason Kidd is a Hall of Famer, but he was an aging player, and Murray is a star, not a superstar. We have a decade worth of NBA fans who believe the only way you can win the NBA Finals is by having a super team because of LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade, because of Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Raymond Green. These fans are only going to pick you to win if you have a super team, and the Denver Nuggets are not a super team. The Miami Heat right now 
are not a super team, but those are the teams that are close to winning the NBA Finals. We never thought we were going to get back to this. We thought we were going to always be in the super team era, but that era seems over. The Brooklyn Nets, it didn't work out for them. Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, it didn't work out. Who knows if it's going to work out with the Phoenix Suns. I, for one, really like watching teams that have one superstar. I like that one superstar goes up against another superstar. I would like that NBA Finals. I mean, I'm a fan of the Boston Celtics, but I would love to see who could win the NBA Finals. Nikola Jokic or Jimmy Butler. That's insanely entertaining, and that's what the NBA used to be like. Michael Jordan used to go up against Clyde Drexler. There were no super teams. Yes, he had Scottie Pippen, but that was Michael Jordan's team. He didn't pick to play with the best players on his team. He was the sole superstar of the Chicago Bulls, and Nikola Jogic is the sole superstar of the Denver Nuggets, and we have not seen a player win being the sole superstar since Dirk and the Dallas Mavericks. The Nuggets are one of 11 NBA teams that have never won the NBA Finals. I would say their biggest series win in franchise history is when they, as a number eight seed, took down Gary Payne and Sean Kemp in the number one seeded Supersonics led by Dikembe Mutombo. That is the signature win of this franchise. Yes, they went to the conference finals with Carmelo Anthony and Chauncey Billups. That was great. Yes, they've been to another conference finals with Nikola Jogic and Jamal Murray, but their signature win was taking down the Supersonics. We've all seen that moment when the Nuggets win and Dikembe Mutombo is holding up that basketball and he's super excited and happy. That is the signature win of this franchise. They don't have that history of winning in the postseason like the San Antonio Spurs, like the LA Lakers, or like the Boston Celtics. And as a fan of one of those teams with a rich history, I think I take that for granted, that I root for a team that has all this history, that have all these superstars. The Denver Nuggets have gone through some rough times. The Denver Nuggets lost a superstar. Like, that is something that has never really happened to the team that I root for. The Boston Celtics don't lose a superstar. Yes, they lost Kyrie Irving, but that was a different circumstance. I mean, Carmelo Anthony left the Denver Nuggets because he wanted to play in a bigger basketball market. He wanted to be more of a celebrity. That wasn't going to happen to him in Denver because Denver is a smaller market. Very few stars decide and choose to leave the Lakers. Dwight Howard did it. Very few players decide to choose and leave the Boston Celtics. Kyrie Irving did it, but there are very few circumstances where those star players leave these historically rich franchises. It happens to the Denver Nuggets quite a lot, so I think this is a great story that the Nuggets have found their superstar, Nikola Jokic, who seemingly wants to play his entire career there and has the chance to bring home the NBA Finals. I think that's a very good story. And again, this has a chance to be the best Denver Nuggets team in franchise history. They're not competing with anyone. They're not competing with a rich history of winning. And I think that's a good thing. I think seeing new teams win is always exciting. Yes, of course, I would have loved another NBA Finals of the Celtics versus the Lakers. But haven't we seen that enough? I do believe 
believe in this idea that the Denver Nuggets deserve a turn. The Miami Heat have a great history. I know they've won before too, but I would kind of like to see that matchup. I would like to see a new matchup. Of course, the matchup I want is the Boston Celtics versus the Denver Nuggets. I'm not quite sure that's going to happen. There's still a chance that it happens. I want that to happen, and I want the Celtics to beat the Nuggets. But still, as a fan of the NBA, I like when new teams emerge. I loved it when the OKC Thunder came out of nowhere with Durant, Westbrook, and Kevin Harden. That felt like a new team that had a chance to be there for a while. Now, sadly, it didn't last long because James Harden was traded to the Rockets, but that was a new team emerging, and that doesn't happen all the time in the NBA, and I wish it would happen more. And again, I would like to reiterate, the Denver Nuggets are not coming out of nowhere. They made it to the conference finals in 2020. This is a team that's been playoff experience. I think the NBA is so rare that a team emerges out of nowhere. Like, I never thought the Sacramento Kings were going to make the conference finals. I never thought the Memphis Grizzlies were going to make the conference finals because I didn't have a belief in them. But while no one was believing in the Denver Nuggets, I always knew they were going to make the conference finals because they've been through those postseason battles. Nikola Jokic is the best player in the league. Sorry, Giannis. Sorry, Joel Embiid. Jokic is the best player in the NBA right now. And I know there's a lot of talk about how the Nuggets are not the most exciting team in the league. And my thoughts are this. When people say these things, they only say it when they're talking about these smaller market teams. They used to say the same thing about the Tim Duncan-led Spurs. You never hear the Lakers, Celtics, or Knicks are playing a boring brand of basketball. The San Antonio Spurs were exciting. They had Manu Ginobili, one of the flashiest six men I have ever seen play the game of basketball, Watching Tony Parker attack the rim was super exciting. Watching Robert Ori take game-winning shots was always exciting. What are you talking about? The only reason you find the Spurs boring is because they are coming from San Antonio. I have never seen a player play basketball the way Nikola Jokic plays it. He is so in control. Yes, it might not be the flashiest thing of all time, but watching him pass the basketball is exciting. How many players can you say that about? Watching them pass the ball, there are very few players that I find exciting pass the ball. A few that come to mind are Rajon Rondo, Steve Nash, but those are point guards. I mean, Nikola Jokic is Bill Walton-esque when it comes to passing the basketball. Kevin Love is one of the best passing big men. Watching a big man pass the ball at an elite level is exciting. And the people that say the Denver Nuggets are boring are only saying that because they are the Denver Nuggets. If Nikola Jokic was on the LA Lakers and they were playing the same brand of basketball, you would be calling them the Showtime Lakers reincarnated. It's never about the style of basketball. It's about the team we are talking about. That's why you're calling them boring. The reason the Lakers were Showtime was because they were in LA. Shaquille O'Neal is on a lot of people's list of the greatest basketball players ahead of Tim Duncan because he won his NBA Finals with the Lakers while Tim Duncan won his five NBA Finals, one more than Shaq, with the San Antonio Spurs. That is the big difference. If Tim Duncan played for the Lakers his entire career, 
a lot of people would be talking about him like he is up there with the Michael Jordans of the world as the best basketball player of all time. I think these markets still come into play when they really shouldn't, and it's why Carmelo Anthony wanted out of Denver, because he was never going to get that superstar respect, and I think he was right. It's wrong that he had to do that, but he was right in wanting to get out and be a Nick. Could you imagine if Nikola Jokic was a member of the New York Knicks? They would be calling him better than Patrick Ewing by this point. But now, while he's in Denver, they're leaving him off of his MVP ballot and saying things like he just became a superstar in the league. That's insane, and that's all because he plays in Denver. He doesn't play in LA. He doesn't play in Chicago. He doesn't play in Boston. And he doesn't play in New York. He plays in Denver. And that's why people take his game and style of basketball for granted and say things like he's a boring player to watch. And I know some people were annoyed at Mike Malone who was talking about the fact that we were all talking about the Lakers while the Nuggets were sweeping the LA Lakers. But think about this. More people talk about Anthony Davis than they do about Nikola Jokic. Anthony Davis is a super talented player. He's one of the most talented big men I've ever seen play the game of basketball. But Nikola Jokic is the one who doesn't miss games, who almost averages a triple-double without it being annoying. Like, I don't believe Nikola Jokic is chasing triple-doubles the way that Russell Westbrook was. And I can't say this enough. Is a two-time MVP Anthony Davis? How many MVPs does he have? Zero. The reason we talk about Anthony Davis more than we talk about Nikola Jokic is because Anthony Davis plays for the Lakers and Nikola Jokic plays for the Denver Nuggets. It's a song as old as time. There are great players on smaller market teams that do not get enough respect and Nikola Jokic is in that group. I would put Dame Lillard in that group. If Dame Lillard does get traded this offseason to a bigger market team and puts up the same type of numbers on that bigger market team, his legacy when it comes to being an all-time great point guard will rise in the eyes of NBA fans even if he's being the same old Dame Lillard. Like that's what's crazy about all of this. The only way Nikola Jokic is going to be considered one of the best players in the league is if he wins the finals with the Denver Nuggets because he's that type of player where they're not going to say he's amazing when they're not winning. I think people were getting tired of giving Jokic MVPs even though his teams were losing in the postseason. So now he has to win the NBA finals, but these players on these bigger markets don't have to do that to be considered great or to be talked about. It's kind of insane if you think about it, but it's the way things are. And Nikola Jokic is on the cusp of winning the NBA finals. So we might never have to have this discussion again about his style of play being boring and ineffective and him being a stat chaser, like Kendrick Perkins said on ESPN. I mean, that's ridiculous. And who cares if you're chasing stats if you're winning basketball games? I think people get annoyed if you're chasing stats and year in and year out, you're losing in the first round of the playoffs. Nikola Jogic is not doing that. He's been to the conference finals two of the last three years, and he's on the cusp of winning the NBA finals. The Denver Nuggets are the favorites in my eyes 
to win the NBA Finals. Because whether they play the Celtics or the Heat, they've got a great chance to win because they haven't played a lot of long series. They beat the T-Wolves in four, the Suns in six, and they swept the Lakers. If Mike Malone wants the media to respect the Nuggets and Jokic, he's got to win the NBA championship. That's the only way. That's the only way that Jokic is going to be remembered as an all-time great. That's the only way that Jamal Murray is going to be remembered as one of the all-time great NBA performers. If, If the Nuggets take this thing home, they are a deep team. They have one superstar, but they have all the leverage to win the NBA Finals. Because if this Eastern Conference Finals goes seven, the team that gets there is going to be tired out. The Nuggets have a great chance to win the NBA Finals in five or six games. That's how big this advantage is. And I don't think the Heat with Bam can guard Nikola Jokic. Now, the Celtics have Al Horford and Robert Williams, but Nikola Jokic has lightened up the Celtics in the past. The Nuggets have a real shot to get the respect they deserve from the media and NBA fans all around. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so please rate, review, and subscribe. <music>